are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. A good Friday show for you. We're going to recap Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about another pregnancy in Bachelor Nation. Well, the outskirts of Bachelor Nation, but boy, the irony surrounding this pregnancy is it shouldn't be lost on anybody. This is so awesome. Even though this isn't a sports podcast, we are going to talk about the entertainment that was provided yesterday during a couple of the NFL games. And today is Black Friday, something that I've never gotten into. We'll get to all that momentarily. So let's first off start talking about Thanksgiving. Hope you had a great day yesterday with friends and family. Uh, For me, I will say this. The green bean casserole was not made correctly. (laughs) Um, So while I did eat it, um, it could have been better. And we'll just leave it at that. (laughs) Everything else was fine. I am, you know, I talked about it yesterday. I like, I'm so basic. I just want my turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, stuffing, and creamy casserole. I don't want anything else. Now, what I didn't talk about yesterday was desserts. I'm not a pumpkin pie guy either. If I had to eat it and it was the only dessert, would I have a piece? Sure. But I'm much, much, much more an apple pie guy. Either French or regular. But yesterday, I had regular, and it was glorious. But I had a a, uh, bite of an apple pie. I mean, excuse me, a pumpkin pie. I was like, okay, I'm fine with this. But seriously, looking around social media <laughs> and I don't I don't know what it is. You know, it was a it was a smaller group for me yesterday for Thanksgiving. It was only three. Cause other family was out of town. So we're not gonna have a giant spread for three people. And I understand that other people that had parties of, you know, eight, ten, twelve, I was seeing their Instagram stories and just going, wow, I don't even know what I would do in those situations. Because even when we've had our regular clan of people for Thanksgiving, it's usually no more than six or seven. So, and it's not a lot of different offerings. It's pretty standard. So I'm not really sure. All I know is when I watched some of the Instagram stories last night of people's spreads, it made me hungrier. This was after I had already eaten dinner. So (laughs) I hope a lot of you, I'm curious, I I don't know how many people have like 10 different options. But yesterday it was literally four. It was turkey, mashed potatoes and gravy, stuffing, and (laughs) green bean casserole. There was nothing else. But like I said, it was only for three of us. We're not going to make eight different sides, you know. But all in all, good day. Turkey was great. Gravy was great. Stuffing was great. Mashed potatoes were great. The green bean casserole could have been better. You know why? Because 
somebody decided to buy green beans unsalted and the cream of mushroom unsalted. So it tasted very bland. Well, Steve, why didn't you just add salt to it? Well, once I took my first few bites, I was just like, I'm not going to get the salt just to add it to this. And I don't know how much it's going to equal. Like, look, if we would have just had regular salted cream of mushroom and regular salted um, French-style green beans, would have been very easy. I don't know how much is in those versus, you know, taking a salt shaker and adding it to it. But that was my Thanksgiving. A lot of fun. And um, food was great. So was the dessert. I still have some apple pie left over, so that's probably going to be breakfast this morning. I don't know. Maybe something else will be. Okay, the biggest story of the day yesterday, and if you listened to my podcast with Courtney doing the 10 questions, maybe if you caught on, you might have known. I certainly don't think I gave it away because the story being that Dave Neal and his wife, Tasha, are pregnant. And Dave told me like a month ago they were pregnant, but he did want to say, you know, his his recent travels to the East Coast, that was all to, you know, let family know. And then he said once he gets back from all that, he was going to do it on his YouTube channel. I didn't realize he was going to do it on Thursday until um, on Tuesday or Wednesday. I didn't realize he was going to re- release it on Thursday. But, yeah, I made, I made a hint at it because we were talking. Remember I was talking about Courtney's baby coming in May, and I thought I was like, oh, wait, I thought your baby was coming in March. He's like, no, May 14th. I'm like, oh, you know, must be thinking of somebody else. And it's awesome that Dave and Tasha are pregnant. I'm so happy for them. But the irony that this man has absolutely obliterated and poked holes in so many of Jane Doe's stories, Clayton Eckert's accuser, in regards to her pregnancy, and now Dave is going through it with his wife. You know, a real pregnancy with his wife. Jane Doe must be shaking in her boots now because, you know, again, this is someone that could easily prove in so many different ways that she's pregnant. And I'm not saying this because I want to be bombarded by other people, but you have to understand something. Jane Doe, as we sit here right now, as of November 2nd, which was hearing number two, at that hearing she said she was 24 weeks pregnant. Well, now it's November 24th, so that's basically three more weeks. So she's at 27 weeks pregnant. She says her due date is February 14th. She has yet to prove that she is pregnant. She has yet to prove anything that they that the pregnancy is Clayton's. But among other things, I mean, there's obviously the holes that we've talked about in this story are are mind-boggling. We, we poke holes in it every day and just, just so skeptical about everything, and nothing's been proven to me. I'm the first one to say, if this woman is pregnant, somehow I will take back everything I said. I have no problem admitting I'm wrong. I just don't think I'm wrong about this, given everything that I've seen, things that have been emailed to me. It just nothing's proven to me, one, that she's even pregnant to begin with, or two, that Clayton is the father of whatever is in her belly. Here's the other thing. Here's another thing that I have not talked about publicly regarding it. She's very well aware that pretty much most of the Internet thinks she's lying. She's mentioned it to me in numerous emails. Like, she knows that nobody believes her. 
okay? Or a lot of people don't believe her. Pretty much everybody doesn't believe her. She knows this. And and the one of the most bizarre things about this whole ordeal is here she is, a woman in Arizona, knows that everyone pretty much doubts her story and knows that nobody believes her and knows that Dave Neal has done about 50 videos on this story. I've mentioned it numerous times in podcasts. And this woman, Jane Doe, has constantly emailed me and Dave trying to prove and give us her evidence that she is, which is, okay, whatever. The point being, what's amazing to me is she knows that everyone on the Internet doesn't believe her. And not one time in two months, and I'm saying this right now on November 24th, because if it picks up from here, that means she listened to this and she's like, oh, you're giving me an idea. It's too late now. It's too late now. It doesn't matter if it happens from this point forward. I won't believe it anyway, because why did it take me saying it on a podcast for it to happen? But here's what I'm going to say. For the last two months that we've been dealing with this story and knowing that Dave and I have covered this more than anybody on the Internet and knowing that she is doubted and she knows that nobody believes her. It is amazing to me that nobody, not parents, siblings, a cousin, a grandparent, an aunt, an uncle, a third cousin once removed, not one person outside of her has emailed me or Dave to be like, hey, you guys don't know what you're talking about. I know her. She's my so-and-so. She's my niece. She's my sister. She's my daughter. Like, Not one person in two months has taken the time, has come to her defense. I'm her best friend. I've known her since grammar school, whatever. I'm her best friend from high school. I'm her best friend from college. Whatever the case may be, in two months, the only person that has defended her is her. Don't you think that's a little bit weird? Nobody. To me and Dave, the only two people that are covering this. It's fascinating to me that nobody's come forward. And like I said, I don't care that I just gave that away. Because if I get an email today or tomorrow or this weekend saying, hey, I'm Jane Doe's so-and-so. You don't you don't know what you're talking about. I'll be like, great, thanks. What timing? What, again, just like she seems to have a convenient answer for everything that doesn't actually prove anything. If I were to get something this weekend that said, "Hey, I, I hey, I'm so I'm Jane Doe's so and so. You guys have no idea. You have no idea what you're talking about. I've seen her. She's pregnant." I'd be like, "Great, that doesn't prove anything." And isn't it convenient that for the first time in two months, somebody comes to me right after I mention it? So I don't care that I mentioned it because. If somebody happens to come to me, it's not going to be real anyway. But, I mean, of all the holes in this story, that one is also very fascinating to me. Because if this were happening if this were happening to somebody I know, like just say it was someone in my family that was being attacked and nobody in the internet believed them, and I knew they were telling the truth, you could bet your ass I would be defending a family member or a good friend. And, and contacting any outlet that was reporting wrong information. She's the only one that's doing it. That is unreal. To, I'm like, you know, people have asked me all the time, where's her family in all this? Beats me. I have no idea. 
I know she has a sister. I know she sent me a video of her sister claiming to be her. But that's what I mean. You know, it's just fascinating to me that nobody's come to this woman's defense in two months. Not once. And no one's come to and no one has emailed Dave on behalf of Jane Doe saying, Dave, you should stop this. It's just her. You would think she'd have an army of fucking people coming forward saying, we know her here. Here we are with her at a dinner last Thursday night. Here we are with her. There'd be so many ways for you, for anyone in her camp to prove what we're saying isn't true. And not one person has come forward and done it. Not one. Kind of bizarre, right? But then again, this whole case is fucking bizarre because there's nothing normal about what we're dealing with here. Nothing. It is completely and utterly unfathomable what has happened over the last two months and the stories and the emails that have come out of this situation. You can't make it up. Dave is right when he says this should be made into a documentary. I absolutely think it should be. Totally should be. But my point being from the start, congratulations to Dave and Tasha for being pregnant. It's just, I told him once he, once he told me, I'm like, dude, it's going to be so hard for you not to make ultrasound jokes and doctor visits jokes. And he's already done it a couple times already, which I expect him to. He has to. Can you not see the irony of this? He is being sued by a woman who claims to be pregnant with twins at 27 weeks right now. And Dave has doubted it for two months, as have I. And now Dave is actually pregnant. All the stuff that he has said is so easy. And I have said numerous times, it is so easy to prove a pregnancy. Now Dave is going through with it. Shit, Dave in his first day announcing he was pregnant has numerous pictures on his Instagram page of his pregnant, beautiful wife and her belly showing and the dog kissing it and Dave holding it. Has Jane Doe put one picture up publicly to show that she's pregnant? You would think somebody who is pregnant with twins and is so in love with her babies that are coming on February 14th maybe would throw a picture out there. I'm talking about before she deleted her Instagram page or deactivated it, whatever she did. No, not one picture. Doesn't want to share with anybody in the world that she's pregnant. I've never met anybody who has a social media account that's pregnant that never shared one picture to let anybody know she was pregnant. Maybe some people waited longer. Maybe some people waited three, four, five months. 27 weeks in, talked about it nonstop, has told us in emails numerous times, I am pregnant. It is Clayton's. They are twins. Just <laughs> this case, you can't make this shit up. It's the craziest case in the world. Craziest story in Bachelor Nation history, and it's not even close. Okay, I don't want to talk football here, but I do want to talk about yesterday's games that happened on Thanksgiving Day. You know the Lions always play at home. You know the Cowboys always play at home. And then since 2000, I believe, five or 2006, they've added a third game on Thanksgiving Day. But what I want to talk about is the halftime show. Each game on Thanksgiving Day has a kind of a special halftime show. They're getting like name people to perform or bands. Well, the first game of the day yesterday was the Packers at the Lions, and at halftime, Jack Harlow performed. Did anybody see this performance? I If anyone ever has trouble sleeping, 
and you're just you can't you have insomnia you don't know how to get through it you're just tossing and turning you can't fall asleep at night i suggest go on youtube get a copy and watch the halftime performance from jack harlow it was so boring i can't he's getting crucified online like you read the social media reaction to the jack harlow halftime performance and everyone's like what the hell is this it was just like him. Like usually these halftime shows they kind of go all out. It's a big production thing for a short, you know, these were only I think 6 minute performances. And it was literally just Jack Harlow on a stage of white tarp. Maybe there's one other person up there with him and he was just doing his lazy rapping, whatever. He is he a rapper? Is he an R&B artist? Is he a hip hop artist? I know who he is. I know his songs. I just don't know what category he's in. He's under because I don't feel like he's really singing. But is he rapping? I don't know. But that was a god awful performance, and social media agrees. Especially when you compare it to the second game's performance, where Dolly Parton out there at eighty year old, eighty years old, is belting out Queen songs singing We Are the Champions, singing 9 to 5. I mean, all the credit in the world to Dolly. Just killing it out there at 80 years old. And here's a, you know, mid-20 guy, Jack Harlow, with a sweatsuit on and a hoodie and just kind of like mumbling to us. Like, this is really? And then the weirdest one was the night game with the Niners at Seattle. Steve Aoki, the DJ, performs, and 15 seconds in, they go to commercial break. And it's just like, oh, that's it. That's all the audience got to see. Clearly, if you were at the game, you got to watch it. But does Steve Aoki know he was cut off after 15 seconds and they just decided to go to commercial break? Like, was this planned? Because I know that the halftime show of the Thanksgiving Day games is supposed to be like a featured thing. Like, they didn't book Jack Harlow a week ago. Like, this is something that... You have to plan in advance, but the production value literally looks like their budget was about $17.50. I was like, what? And then you go to the Cowboys. The Cowboys always put on a great halftime show. You might not care for the actual act itself. You might not care for the singer. I mean, you know, years ago they had Creed. When Creed was popular, they had Creed. But obviously Creed is a group that constantly gets made fun of. But... You had Dolly out. I mean, Dolly was great. 80 years old in a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader outfit. I mean, not many people can pull that off at 80. So good on her. It was just fun. It was upbeat. It was very Texas. So, yeah, because you had everybody dance. You know, you had things lighting up on stage. You had streamers, all this stuff. You had the Dallas Cowboy dancers and a routine. And then you just compare it to that Jack Harlow one, and you just like, mm, yes, first class. Okay, dude, you're putting me to sleep. Anyway, <laughs> that was bizarre. And finally, let's end with this. Today is Black Friday, but hasn't Black Friday kind of turned into, I mean, stuff started opening last night, right? It's not like, oh, 1201. Let's storm to the doors. Like, that's kind of over, isn't it? These concepts, and not to mention in-person stuff is kind of over, right? 
everyone's just buying stuff online at discounted prices. So is Black Friday even a thing? Like, is it almost smarter now to actually take advantage of the fact that you could probably go into a store and not get trampled on Black Friday because way less people are doing shopping in person now? I don't even know. I've never gotten into Black Friday, whether it was in person or online. I just, there's not a lot of things I buy for myself. My, the things that I save money for and buy for myself are any trips I have to take. My California trips twice a year, my Vegas trips. That's what I save up for, you know, purchasing the beer and wine bar and the food for my Vegas party in June. Like, that's what I save up for. I just don't buy. I can't remember the last thing. Like, I honestly can't remember the last thing I bought for myself that was like for pure entertainment purposes. And I'm just thinking it's like stuff for my dog, stuff for my food. I get. I mean, it's clo- like clothing, I guess, would be entertainment purposes but yeah purchasing some t-shirts that have dumb and dumber phrases on them i, I yeah okay i guess yeah, that's it that's that's my that's how i splurge on myself buying t-shirts that have movie quotes on them or tv show quotes on them last week i got five new shirts t-shirts delivered to me all dumb and dumber related and i may or may not have also purchased a swift kelsey 2024 shirt got that as well so Okay, so I spent about 100 bucks on six T-shirts for that. <laughs> I just don't buy a lot of stuff for myself, but I, I haven't really paid attention to the Black Friday thing. I got to believe it's way less than what it used to be, like pre-pandemic, when you'd see the story, the stories on the news where it's like, look at the line outside of Best Buy the night before Black Friday. And people just running in and people were, people were literally dying because they were getting trampled running into a store because they wanted to get the first whatever, Xbox or Nintendo Switch or whatever the hell they were selling that people were you know trampling each other over. I just never went. I've, I don't think I've ever been shopping on Black Friday. Almost positive I haven't. And even with the online stuff, I haven't done it. So, I mean, if it's for you, great. I just want to know if the shopping thing is still like, is it a madhouse anymore? I don't, I can't imagine it is, but I don't know. Thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also rate and review. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now, our last weekend to pick college games because it's going to be really hard to pick bowl games since so many guys are going to be sitting out. But our last weekend, I didn't do a lot of picks, so not going crazy with that. We're probably going to finish right around 500 in college this year. That's unfortunate. But, Um, All your picks are up, going to be up on the Sports Daily in about an hour from now. So thank you all for listening. I hope you have a great holiday weekend, and I will talk to you on Monday. See you!